The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Austin locals, this one's for you. Join us on March 13th for a day of endless networking, live podcast recordings, stacked panels, insightful mentor sessions, and everything else you've come to love from creating Cultivate events. It's all going down at our Austin pop-up presented by MasterCard. Whether you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, have a side hustle, or just want to grow your network with more inspiring creatives, you'll walk away from this pop-up with the tips, tricks, community, and inspiration needed to launch your ideas and cultivate the career of your dreams. Space is limited, so head to createcultivate.com now to RSVP and keep up with us on Instagram at createcultivate for announcements as our lineup continues to grow. Can't wait to see you guys there. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. If you're into wellness, open Instagram from time to time, or like to browse the shelves of Target for fun, then you've probably already been introduced to Gold, the modern superfood wellness brand that's slowly taking over the shelves of your favorite stores. With vibrant packaging, affordable price points, and good clean ingredients, it's no wonder Gold has amassed a huge following. But when founder Trinity Wofford embarked on an entrepreneurial journey into wellness, her biggest goal wasn't just to create a product that was good. She rooted Gold's mission in the idea that the wellness industry could be approachable, way more inclusive, and fun. This fresh approach to the industry was a stroke of genius because within a few years of launch, Trinity and her partner had grown their bootstrap small biz into a profitable brand that has attracted partnerships with the likes of Urban Outfitters, Goop, and Target. On this episode of Work Party, I'll talk to Trinity about how she built a trusted brand at such a young age, her commitment to change in the wellness industry, and the incredible journey her very first product has taken her on. As a huge fan of gold, I cannot wait to hear more. So welcome to the Work Party, Trinity. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you for that incredible intro. I feel like I'm pumped up just like hearing that story. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yes, you did that, girl. So you launched Gold not long after graduating college. Take us back to the beginning. What headspace did you find yourself in after graduation? And how did this little spark of an idea become an actual business? 
Mm-hmm. Headspace is a good is a good word for it. I so I launched Gold at 23 years old, and when I was in college, I actually was pre med. So I had this full intention of like going off to medical school and practicing medicine through this sort of holistic lens. And long story short, the reason that I even got into that was through my mom who suffers from pretty severe autoimmune disease. She saw this incredible improvement when she started seeing like a more holistically minded doctor. I was pre-med in college and all was well until I found out from my mom that she actually had to stop seeing that doctor because she couldn't afford it anymore. You know, that stuff isn't covered by insurance. And so that was really the first moment where I had to pause and say, what exactly is it that I want to do in wellness? And, you know, how do I bring this piece of accessibility into it? Because clearly that's something that I'm passionate about. So it was not as simple as just like, oh, okay, perfect. So then gold. I graduated. I wasn't sure what to do. To be honest, I kind of fell into a marketing career. It was 2015 when I graduated. And this was the time when like the best thing you could do was either like go into consulting or go work at a startup. I didn't, I did like the consulting interviews, but honestly, I was like, I don't even know what this means. Like, what am I consulting on? And I had to wear a suit for the interview. So I knew that was not. I love that. I always think about The Office, that movie where they're like, we're bringing in the consultants and it's like, no one knows what they do. Like, it's the best. It's so true. Right. So I was like, I don't, I don't think this is it. So I ended up going to work at a tech startup. I I went to this like venture backed tech startup that they had just closed their series. A. I didn't know what a series A was like, I was just, you know, thrown into the fire the best way possible. Um, And I loved it. Like I, I loved working on a small, sharp team. I was on the marketing team within that startup. So I loved, you know, that side of it. But I was definitely still that friend or coworker who was recommending various herbal remedies to you, depending on how you were feeling. So I think that was really kind of where it started to come together and where I knew that I have this newfound interest and passion, you know, business and and startup life. But I also wanted to find a way to bring more, you know, superfoods and and wellness to the everyday person. And so that was kind of where my brain was at, where gold like started to, you know, be a little bit more than than an idea. I love that because I think so many times people are like, I just don't know what my passion is. I don't know what to pursue. And it's sometimes it's that nagging thing. It's the thing that you're always talking about or that people always come to you for. And I feel like that's a through line of a lot of what we talk about in work party. It's like Diana Cohen from Crown Affair was like, everyone always asks, how do you get your hair so shiny? And then, you know, CC Olisa was like, why is your skin so soft? And it's like, now all these products are coming out of these interesting needs. So I think just paying attention to like what you're talking about, but you launched your first product in 2017, your turmeric latte blend. And I remember seeing it everywhere. And I was like, what is this brand? What is going on? But tell us the significance of this blend. And is there a story behind it? And like, yeah, how you got it off the ground? Yeah. So the turmeric latte blend was our very first product. And so I started my company with my high school sweetheart, still run the business together and we're still together. So (laughs) that worked out pretty well, but We were both 23 years old at the time. We didn't have a whole lot of skills between the two of us, you know, but we were eager to get started with this idea. And we loved the idea of starting with turmeric as, you know, one of our products because it's so anti-inflammatory. I mean, it's it's good for everything. You, You need support with gut health. You need immunity, skin glow, whatever. Like 
it's a great, great ingredient that has been around for, you know, a thousand plus years. You know, it's like it's a cornerstone of Ayurvedic medicine, but it, it hasn't had as much, I think, attention and, and love in, in, you know, more Western culture. So we were really excited to start with that. And what we did was we kind of came up with this formula for, you know, this, this turmeric latte that was going to be really delicious, really easy to use, use really high quality, well-sourced superfood ingredients. And we, we designed the packaging ourselves. We were mixing up the product by hand in our Brooklyn apartment, which was questionably legal at the time. You name it. We were like any of those little like cafes, Jacqueline, that you were going to that you saw gold in. It was us going door to door, dropping off samples with a handwritten card, trying to see if they would carry our product. So it was so much love that went into it just just between the two of us. <laughs> I love that so much. And I am such a big turmeric fan. I it's awesome. And it's, I have it every morning. So I totally hear you on that. So you launch this product, you're seeing traction, and then now you're building a brand. So as you're working on gold's vision and brand values, how are you hoping to separate gold from the other brands and products in the wellness and beauty space that were out there at the time? Well, I think it's important to take a step back to 2017, which was not that long ago, but a lot has changed. So we were coming into a wellness space that was dominated by really only one of two, I'd say, ideas. And it was either the kind of like what I call the crunchy granola stuff that I had grown up with in upstate New York, classic like health food store packaging. Like it's not very exciting. It's not something that you necessarily like want to see on your kitchen counter. There's no brand to engage with. It's just a product. And then on the other end, there was almost like this response to that, which was this like hyper branded, very luxe, very prestige option that was something that didn't really speak to me, you know, as, as, as a young woman of color, I didn't really see myself represented there. And I also just couldn't really afford it. You know, it's like you, part of this journey of wellness, right. is like, you're trying these things out and seeing what works, but like, who can have fun doing that when a single powder is like 75 plus dollars. So we were kind of looking at this massive white space in the wellness world, which is this is good for everyone. Why shouldn't everyone have the opportunity to engage with this? Why can't this be more affordable? Why can't it be more engaging? Why can't it be more inclusive? And to be honest, I, I think we we really sort of took a page out of like the beauty brand Bible and mm. built something that people wanted to engage with in a new category. Hey everyone, we're taking a quick break here to share some of my favorite brands who also happen to be some of Work Party's amazing sponsors. First up, Four Sigmatic. I've been sharing things that I've been eating and taking for my overall health, and I have to tell you about Four Sigmatic Coffee. It's a wellness company known for its delicious mushroom coffee, and I've become a huge fan of it over the past few months. Before I get into the amazing benefits though, I want to start off by assuring you that their coffee tastes nothing like mushrooms. It's a real organic and fair trade coffee that brews dark and nutty and tastes amazing. Just like the coffee you know and love and drink every day. But here's the difference. Four Sigmatic coffee is made with lion's mane and chaga mushrooms, two powerful mushrooms packed with nutrients. Lion's mane supports cognitive function, focus, and creativity, while chaga contains antioxidant properties that support your overall immune health and well-being. It's basically your daily bodyguard. Combine these two mushrooms create an energy and enhanced mental clarity that powers focus without any worry of a crash later on. 
I often start my day with Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee instead of regular coffee. It's crazy how my productivity changes after drinking it. And I'm able to work for hours without any fear of getting jitters or having to brew a second cup. The grounds are just like regular coffee grounds. So you can put it in your coffee, your French press, whatever you use to make your coffee. I typically opt for the French press. I just think it's more fun to make it that way. All Four Sigmatic products are organic and plant-based too. Every single batch is third-party lab tested to ensure its purity and safety. And I love knowing them getting the highest quality coffee and mushrooms possible. I really want you guys to try out their coffee and let me know how it helped you. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee, and it's just for work party listeners. So you will get up to 40% on mushroom coffee bundles, which is an amazing deal. And just in case you aren't sold on the brew, Four Sigmatic backs their products with 100% money back guarantee. So love every sip or get your money back. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com slash workparty. Again, this offer is only available to workparty listeners and can't be found on their regular website. You'll save up to 40% and get free shipping. So right now, go to F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash workparty and fuel your mornings with some delicious mushroom coffee. So you bootstrapped this business. You mentioned you were 23 when you launched it. So tell us a little bit, you know, about why you made that choice to bootstrap. And can you share more about the decisions you made on the pros and cons as you've grown and scaled the business? Mm-hmm. So what's funny is that bootstrapping in the beginning was not really a choice that we made. We just, we didn't even know. I I, I mean, so the, the level of business background that we had is my partner, Issei, his parents had a, a candle company that they had like built out of their garage and like scaled into a factory in upstate New York. So he grew up in like, old school family business. And like in that world, investors are like a no, no, like you, you grow it slowly, you grow it profitably. It's like not even something to think about. And I wasn't like connected in that like VC kind of world. And I think especially even then consumer investors hadn't quite made it all the way down to like where to the early stages of where we were, we weren't like building like glossier, but wellness, you know what I mean? Like we weren't like tech enabled, like we were just selling superfood blends. So it wasn't even on our radar to think about like angel investors or like all the things that I think are a little bit more prevalent now. And I'm so grateful that that is the landscape in which we built the brand because it gave us the opportunity as to like didn't know a whole lot, like flying by the seat of our pants, 23 year olds to go in there. We had like a couple thousand dollars in savings between the two of us. We started maxing out our credit cards, whatever, but we had the chance to make the mistakes on our own terms and to not feel that extra pressure of, oh my gosh, I promised a, you know, 10 X return to this investor a year ago and I haven't executed on it yet. And it gave us the chance to really let our brand live and breathe and give it a chance to see where the opportunity was. So, you know, the strategy has shifted considerably now. I mean, now we're in target, we have investors and I can speak to that, but I, I never ever have looked back and regretted taking that time to, to be really thoughtful and not put all the pressure on, you know, a brand new business. Yeah. I love the, 
phrase, making mistakes on your own terms, because I think that's so accurate and something that is really valuable. You know, like a, a you know, failure is data points and being able to fail without a spotlight on you is kind of important when you're first starting out. But now, as you mentioned, you have investors. So tell us a little bit about the evolution of how you fundraise, what you've learned and how you're moving forward in the business with funding. Yeah. So we, I'm, I'm thinking back now, I kind of, I kind of fell into fundraising also. Like I was like, I, I don't know. And I was talking to a friend of mine who, you know, also had her own business. And I, I we would just kind of catch up several times a year. I, I think those are like the classic founder friends that we all keep around and are like our, our, our totally our support system. And I told her that this was maybe 2019. I told her that I was thinking about doing a, a crowdfunding round for the business. We wanted to raise, you know, 50K, 75K, you know, whatever. And she was like, I don't know that you know this, but I can do that for you. Like I can, I can invest in your business right now. And I didn't know that that was the case. And she, I think it was maybe like the first or second investment that she had ever made in a company before. And we, it was really special because it was a small, we both cried. It was not like, okay. And so what are the valuations going to be? She was like, listen, I believe in you you deserve this chance. I'm backing you. So send me the paperwork, whatever you want to do. But if you will have me, I will be an investor in gold. So that was a really special moment. And it's the type of thing that you can't plan for. It's the type of thing that I think comes from building something that's special that people really believe in and and being a founder that people really want to support. And from there, we said, well, if we have this one check-in, maybe we should actually leverage this and, you know, try to get a little something going. So we decided to circle around some of the angel investor contacts that we knew and see what we could raise, you know, put together a little like seed, pre-seed type of round, nothing crazy. And I think we meant to raise like 500K, whatever, I don't know. Then the pandemic hit. And what was funny was we were actually like the pandemic, we were soaring through the pandemic. I mean, you're selling at home wellness. There was fewer, better categories to be selling into, but suddenly everyone's wallets just like tightened up. So we raised like, you know, very, very little there and rode all the way through 2020 on a very small round, did it profitably, you know, grew the business, had this incredible year. And it wasn't actually until 2021 that we, you know, raised over a million and like really started to get into that, that next gear. Yeah. I love that though, because I think sometimes when you talk about raising money, everyone's like, well, I got to raise at least 3 million or I got to raise 2 million. And you're like, no, no, no. You raise for what you need. You raise for what you need because then you can build an actually scalable, profitable business and you'll learn along the way. And so I think that's really impressive that, you know, to your point, you're like, I could do a lot of 50 to $75,000, you know, but, and I think that's, I think that's a good way to look at it. I think more and more we're seeing these friends and family rounds come into the mix because investing is becoming a bit more democratic, I would say, in terms of people wanting to angel invest and, and not just like accredited investors who are like, you know, been doing this for years. It's like, strategics and people who believe in the brand and to your point, you know, a woman that came to you, like, and I think that's a great way to, 
uh, kick off a business versus going straight into venture capital. So I want to talk a little bit about the growth of the brand. So your product assortment eventually expanded to include superfood blends, face masks, which I love, and super with. So at what point were you like, tea or turmeric latte to face masks. Like how are you thinking about the brand in a larger, in a larger capacity? Well, I think Jacqueline, that that was the beauty of at that time still being bootstrapped is we could do whatever the heck we wanted. And we, the face mask story is a funny one. Cause that was actually like the second product category that we got into. We did, we did the turmeric lattes and then we did face masks. And the reason that we did was because I, had an incredible experience using superfoods to clear up my own breakouts. I was dealing with crazy acne along my jaw, my chin, even like down to my neck. Nothing was working. And you know, when you're at that point, it's like natural, unnatural. I don't care. Just, just clear it up. I tried everything. It was truly out of desperation that I like rated gold's product development cabinet and started putting like superfood powders on my skin and it was the first thing that worked. And so it was truly out of that experience. You know, we kept tinkering, whatever, that I was like, I think we need to sell, like, I think we need to share this. We need, this needs to be out there. This should be a gold product. And so I think that what's cool is like those products then went on to win, you know, beauty awards from, you know, Allure, et cetera, and have been like these sort of cult favorites in spite of the fact that we never showed up and said like, Hey, we're a skincare brand. So I think that, you know, if you can bring a product to market that you truly believe deserves to be out there, you can win. And so I think at times, like, it's really great to have this very like focused, you know, thinking ahead product roadmap. And certainly we're there now, right? I mean, you can't be in, you know, a thousand plus retail locations and not have a product roadmap, but I think giving yourself that space in the early days to really just ideate and like put out the stuff that you believe in to your core, that's where the magic happens. And that's where your consumer is really engaged because they're like, you're keeping them on, on their toes almost. They're like, Oh, like what are like, there's, there's a connection here and I want to see what they're going to do next. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I love that. And I think I love the idea of you having your own issues, problem solving them with a product and then bringing it out to the masses. So as the business is scaled to your point, you have branched out into retailers like Target and Coop and things like that. What do you think has ultimately helped attract major retailers? So I think this is something that people are always like, I need to get into Whole Foods. I need to get into whatever it is. What And what did it feel like seeing your products on the shelves? Like that must have been an amazing moment. Oh my God, it never gets old. I, I remember going to Target for the first time and seeing our products and like audibly squealing. And the person that was like working, stocking the shelves was like, huh? And I was like, no, that's my face right there. Like next to the front. <laughs> You're like, take my photo. This is a moment. I think that we have been, in some ways we've been very fortunate and that a lot of these retailers have come to us and I think with that, though, you have to be careful because retailers and investors, all of these bigger sort of, you know, businesses, whatever, they're coming downstream and they're looking to get in with brands earlier and earlier because they don't want to miss out. But you need to make sure that you are ready, that your business is ready. You know, sitting on the shelf of a major retailer is no small feat. And as much as they always say that they love to support small businesses, whatever, 
their version of small is like 10 times whatever the size that you are right now. <laughs> they can't like comprehend a company that has like less than 10 people like on the team. So, you know, I think making sure that you feel ready and, you know, talking to other people who are on those shelves and understanding, okay, what did it take for you to get there? But not only get there, but stay there, right? And, and that's a very different thing, being able to sit on a shelf versus having the velocities to maintain your presence and continue to grow. That's the hard part. So I always kind of advise people to be not too starry-eyed when they're thinking about any of these like opportunities, because there is no such thing in, in business as just like guaranteed like millions of dollars every year. You have to fight for every penny every day, and it does not get easier when you go bigger. It gets harder. Exactly. I know. And I love what you said about like, they can't even fathom the size of a small business. Someone once told me, small businesses, it's basically under $40 million in revenue. So like if you're doing $35 million in revenue and you have a thousand employees, you're a small business. I'm like, then what are we like? Uh, you know, like, is there a, 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 an extra small business? Cause I'm like, that's us. To your point, yes, supporting small businesses, they love it, but like you have to keep up with the orders. You have to be on top of customer service. Like you have to do all that stuff. And the one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is supply chain. Have you guys run into supply chain issues? How are you mitigating any of that risk? And do you have any advice for entrepreneurs who are maybe navigating something similar? Have we ever, I mean, like product launches that get pushed back. And I know it's not just us, but it's like, oh God, you know, it's, it's, it's so frustrating, you know, like something is literally like it's here, but it's sitting at the port and they just haven't been able to move it at the port. And when will it move? We don't know. It could be tomorrow. It could be in a month. <laughs> I know. I have people who are like, I will swim out to the boat. I will, I will get a dinghy just toss me the product. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so I think that in entrepreneurship in general, you have to build up this muscle of tenacity and a willingness to be able to like manage when things go wrong because they're just going wrong all the time. And in the beginning, you're like, something goes wrong. You're like, oh my God, something's gone wrong. This is delayed or lost or broken. And then like, as you get bigger and as you have more experience, you're like, yep, you know, okay, what do we got to do to solve this? Cause I have, I already know that I have, there are five other things that are broken right now. And I know that tomorrow I'll find out about another five. So I just need to solve this now and move on. So, you know, you move through the emotional part of it a lot faster, which makes you a lot more efficient, which I think is important. And I, I think that gets to like something bigger, at least for me, which is as an entrepreneur, you're just, you're making mistakes all the time. You're learning through stuff and some of it's your fault and some of it's not, but you cannot sit there and beat yourself up. You cannot waste time. You do not have the time to waste to sit there and go, oh, I'm so upset. You know, like that's that's wasted. So I think it's like you just get to this point where those things you, in fact, I read about this in my like meditation book the other day, you know, like you can observe the situation and process it, but you need to process it. You can't let it get stuck in, in your heart or in your mind. 
And I think, you know, that's apparently the key to a balanced spirit, but I think it's also the key to successful entrepreneurship. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as I am, but I want to take a moment to shout out Babbel, one of my favorite apps who is also supporting this episode. They even created a promo code just for you guys. I've been trying really hard to be more mindful recently, especially when it comes to my screen time. Obviously, I use social media as a tool to discover new brands and people I'm inspired by, but I'd be lying if I didn't fall down the rabbit hole of endless scrolling too. I've decided I don't want to see my phone as part of the problem though. So I'm using it to form new habits as part of the solution. When I have time to kill, I usually reach for my phone and open Instagram or TikTok. But lately, my new strategy has been going straight to Babbel, the language learning app that has over 10 million subscribers, including me. Not only am I keeping my brain active while using Babbel, my ability to understand French has really improved. After subscribing, I took a placement test to figure out what level to start the program at. I'm not a total beginner, but I knew I definitely needed to brush up on some French basics. This included basic vocabulary like food and numbers and time, but I was quickly able to move on to verbs, phrases, and eventually complete whole sentences. Babbel lessons are broken down to 10 to 15 minute sessions that offer a new set of activities in each lesson. The games are so addicting and I love listening to stories told by the instructors. One thing that really stands out is Babbel's dedication to explaining the rules of language and followed by immediate opportunities to then practice them. So instead of just repeating sentences, I'm able to understand why they're structured the way they are. I know not everyone is a French gal like me, so you can use Babbel for 14 other languages, including Spanish, German, and Italian. I have a long way to go with my French, trust me, but I've already started picking up the basics of Spanish. You can work on a new language from bed, your desk, the tarmac, or before taking that big trip abroad. Quite literally, anywhere, anytime. Hopping on the app instead of scrolling social media has brought me so much joy, and I really think it'll do the same for you too. The team at Babbel created an exclusive offer just for work party listeners. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and you use promo code PARTY. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code PARTY. Babbel, language for life. So I want to talk about how in 2019, you began documenting your experience via Office Hours, a series focused on helping more young people build, launch, and scale their own businesses. You also opened up your calendar to mentorship in 2021, taking 30-minute sessions with other aspiring entrepreneurs. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how mentorship maybe played a role in your personal journey? Yeah, I mean, I so Office Hours started very organically. I, I was truly just posting to my Instagram stories videos of me talking about like, here's how to think about marketing or, or, or whether to raise money from investors or not. And it came up because people kept asking me these questions. And sometimes they were friends, sometimes they were strangers who were DMing me. So I just kind of started putting it out there. And I found that People really appreciated it. And it's funny because you don't think you have anything to share because all you can see is everything that you don't know every day. But with time, when you're out there, you you do accumulate this stuff and you do have a perspective that I, I think can be helpful. And I, I so often wish that I had had more resources like that when I had been getting started and it had been so few and far between. So what I did in the early days was I would just like cold message people like on Instagram DMs and say, 
Hi, you don't know me, but I'm the founder of Gold, and this is why we're so great, and here's why you would want to know me, and would you ever consider getting on a call with me? And it worked a few times. And so, like, for example, one of the entrepreneurs that I was extremely fortunate to be connected with that way was um, Tristan Walker from Bevel, and he would just always keep it so real with me you know, always gave me, I, th- I think, really valuable food for thought and, and perspective. And I I think it's important to pass that stuff back to the people who are looking for it now. It's not always easy to make time for when there's so much going on as a founder. But whenever I can, if I can hop on a call with someone, have a text message conversation with someone or do something more formal like Mentor, Mentor Mondays, I love to have that opportunity. And not only is it good for them, but it re-energizes me. And sometimes it even helps me think through some of the the challenges that I'm dealing with. Like, I I think there's always this magic when you get um, a couple of entrepreneurs in a room because you're all strategic thinkers. You don't see the barriers, you just see the solutions. And so if you can get a couple of those people in a conversation, it's, I mean, it's incredible what can come out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always say shoot all the shots, slide into everyone's DM. Like to your point, you'll probably send 50, you maybe will get one response. But that one response can change your entire business and your life. So I'm a big fan of that. I think I think that's amazing. And I love what you're doing. And I also think to your point, you don't need to be at the end of your career journey to start being a mentor. You can be in the middle of it. I think that's what's so valuable because you're learning the lessons as you go. And so I think that's Really incredible. So what keeps you inspired and motivated to keep going even on your most challenging days? <laughs> There's a few different things. And if A doesn't work, you go to B. <laughs> but, um, first off, my partner, my co-founder, I'm so fortunate to be in business with someone who is also my life partner and who knows me like no one else. So when I come to him, like, I don't know, it's too hard. He says, no, you like, you can do this. I've seen you do harder stuff than this. Like this is nothing. And so that I think is really important. But beyond that, I I think it's, um, it's the customers and the community. I mean, I, there have been multiple times when I've been like, I'm just not feeling it today. So I'm going to go read product reviews and I'm going to let that bring the energy back. So for anyone listening, if you have ever left a five-star review for a small business, know that at some point, the owner of that company (laughs) read your review when they weren't feeling it and it helped them get through that day. So I, I think that's what's very special about starting to grow is you have this community that like, it's not just about you anymore. You're, you are in the routines of like, thousands of people every day and it's on you to continue to support them and and to build them up and I think the team as well we're a team of I I think 10 now all together and so I was very scared to grow the business to be honest because we kept it so close just myself and my partner for years but I think expanding it beyond yourself it puts a little bit less pressure directly on you to have every answer and it gives you a little bit more of a reason to keep going. I love that so much. And for anyone who's listening, if you want to leave a five-star review of this podcast, feel free. I would love to push down the reviews about my vocal fry. Uh, (laughs) One day I was like, I'm just going to go read it. And they were so mean. I was like, oh, 
but whatever. That's more of a personal attack than anything else. So, but there are some really lovely ones. So thank you for anyone who ever left a nice review. So what can we expect to see from you and gold this year? Anything exciting you can share? Yes. Um, let's see. What can I'm, I'm thinking, what can I share? Like what will my team not be like Trinity? Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm an overshare. I love so it. So we have, we're working on newness. This is actually coming up pretty soon. So we have like some really exciting packaging updates coming along as well. And I, I think just like one thing that I'm really excited about is not only like continuing to deliver new products, right? But also looking back at what we've got and taking the customer feedback that we have and integrating it into, you know, what we have and, and making it the best that it can possibly be. So I think that's like another thing that's so cool about having that customer touch point is there's always that opportunity to say, Hey, you asked for this, you know, you want it to be in a bigger size. You want it more like this, whatever, like we'll make it happen for you. It might take us a little bit of time because of supply chain craziness, but like, I love being able to do those things. I love it. Okay. So let's wrap with some rapid sentence finishers. When I'm creatively blocked, I garden. Oh my God. I love that. I'm the same way. It's it's like a pandemic thing, but I'm, I, I'm like, I'm going to go pick some tomatoes. I love it. A fellow entrepreneur I'd love to grab coffee with. Mm, Can we grab coffee? Oh my God. (laughs) Done. I mean, listen, whenever I'm in New York or you're in Los Angeles, like we need to make that happen. 1000%. I'm such a huge fan. And then my, my favorite gold product, probably a tough one. I'm going with coconut collagen boost. It's one of our newer products and it's like a delicious vanilla coconut creamer. You cannot go wrong. I do not know anyone that does not love this product. So, I mean, add to cart. I love it. So thank you so much, Trinity. This has been so much fun. Can you tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and where they can learn more about gold? Yeah. So thank you guys so much. You can find me at Trinity Muzon at Instagram, and then you can find gold at gold, G-O-L-D-E and gold.co for our website. Amazing. Thanks, Trinity. Thanks, Jacqueline. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.